So returning. In here. I don't know why this came to mind, but I want to share it because this is how daily life practice works. Some of you may know Tuere. Tuere Sala is a dear friend, dear teacher at uh, Inside Seattle or Seattle Insight. And she was a teaching retreat online during the pandemic. All, you know, getting ready for her Dharma reflection, Dharma talk. And she started as she was into it. And out of the sudden, her three-year-old granddaughter showed up and started talking to her. And she said, I wanted to pay attention to her. And at the same time, I just wanted to die. <laughs> you know, just giving my Dharma talk. She, I don't know what happened with my son that, you know, let her just pass by. And, but, you know, this is how our practice is. That's what's showing up. Your friend, your neighbor, someone calling you. Something you need to resolve, an unexpected thing, or a moment of, you know, being all excited and happy, or complete peace and bliss, and something shows up. And how it is that we practice, you know, this is, this is all aspects of our lives showing up all aspects of our lives. And so this last part, last time that we have of the day, we're going to talk, I want to share with you and practice the, and, and, and guide you in the practice of balance of mind and equanimity. And I decided to have more time for this one because it does deserve, it's one of the primary practice I have dedicated Time to, and um, <clears throat> and so let me just say, let me talk and give you my reflections on it and how it relates to also aspects of our lives and the Brahmaviharas. So for this, you know, the Buddha says, and I'm saying says in the present, because the teachings are alive. It's like it's not something from the past. We know the history one way or another, maybe not not everyone in the same way, but we know that there was this human being that became awakened, became free. Free of what? Free of clinging. And that and decided to share the teachings. And so he said that this was a path of liberation, a path of happiness. And it may be that you're saying, wow, 
But Bruni was saying and teaching suffering and the causes of suffering. Well, you know, language is everything sometimes. And we can speak the teachings in different languages. He did. He spoke, he taught in different ways, depending who was the practitioner that was showing up. He, he, he met. He met people where they were at. For me, it's like, okay, you're speaking my language. You're speaking, you know, you're you're seeing me or find meeting me or something. And so, um, and so with that, happiness, I'm bringing this up because happiness may not be sometimes the happiness that, oh, with a big smile, and that may not be it. And actually for me, has been sometimes. But the deepest happiness have been these moments of very deep peace, deep contentment, no contention, not being at war with what is here. Those have been the moments in which I'm like, okay, this is, this is how I want to live. And, and so, we can we can have this experience and it's not again like being a pleasant experience i'm not talking about that but how we can cultivate freedom in our lives is through this practice is by coming back to it and seeing that there's some trust and conviction that is generated and that tells you this is this is worth continuing doing. It keeps you on the path. If you would not have a little bit of trust or conviction, you will not be here. It takes some determination and aspiration. Huh? Steve, you're here. <laughs> it's great. It's like, let me trust. Let me just try this. I don't know. It takes, it takes intention. It takes you, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going I'm to do this. I don't know how, but, you know, let's see. Faith, conviction, trust, however it's been called, however, whatever word you use will keep you on the path. And connecting with Buddha Dharma Sangha will keep you on the path and then how it is then that equanimity balance of mind shows up <clears throat> so it's a quality it's a mind state and actually equanimity is mentioned in many lists in Buddhism and there are different types of equanimity there's the equanimity that is Mentioned in the paramis, the qual- you know, perfections, qualities of the heart that we cultivate with compassion in this path, in a spiritual path. There's a equanimity in the seven factors of awakening. There's equanimity here of um, 
the Ramaviharas, <coughs> Upeka. And the way in which we're going to practice this is a little bit similar, but it's, now it's very, there's, there's a, a distinct difference for me in equanimity. It took me a while to understand. When we practice metta, when we practice compassion, when we practice mudita, we are sending, we are generating these mental states and we wish <coughs> we wish these mind states, these qualities to ourselves and to other beings. But with equanimity is very different. With equanimity, we're cultivating equanimity here in relation to another being as a Brahmavihara, in relationship to a situation. So it's a little different. You may say, may you have balance of mind, but really, <clears throat> when we start, you know, we can, we can say, may you have equanimity. Um, but, you know, the classical phrases that are used in the practice is um, you're the heirs of your actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depend upon your actions and not upon my wishes. That's as far as, you know, bringing, I, I, I don't know, I don't, you know, there's some, there's a flavor as equanimity there. However, the practice, the practice I want to share, and I, I learned it this way from Kamala Masters. It's a wonderful teacher. <laughs> and these phrases are included there. Uh, so we start with mindfulness, of course, and then we can bring a person or a situation. Let's say that something is happening and we bring this situation to mind and we have connect with this. This is the felt experience. This is how it is right now. Just that is very different from other of the, uh, the rest of the Brahma Viharas. This is how it is right now. This situation, this is how it is right now. And then this is how it is for me right now. This is how it's felt in this body, mind, heart. May, may this heart respond you know, with wisdom and, and respect or compassion. Everyone has their own journey. I wish you happiness, but your happiness or unhappiness depend upon your actions and not upon my wishes. 
very different from the other Brahmaviharas. There's a more coming back to ourselves. And so there's also the different categories for equanimity. There's all the different beings, neutral being, benefactor, friend. And so you bring this person to mind and we can practice with, this is how it is for me in relationship to you. And bringing this, this person, this image, and having a sense in your heart, in your mind, this is how it is for me in relationship to you. May this heart open with balance. May I accept things as they are. And that doesn't mean we will be a doormat. It doesn't mean there is a recognition that, yes, yes, I'm the heir of my actions. But Bruni, there are many conditions that I did not put in place. Why this is happening? Well, there are many other conditions that we don't have control of. And it's, it's good to recognize what is happening in the world. War, sexism, homophobia, racism, classism, xenophobia, hunger, all kinds of things. Now, we can recognize, you know, the different roots of all suffering, greed, aversion, and delusion, get hatred, and delusion. And this is where the Brahmaviharas have been very helpful for me. It softens the aversion. It softens the greed. It's like, it's okay, Bruno, it's okay. No. There's enough love, there's enough time. This is good enough. It's okay. And we recognize we don't have to give authority to everything that comes through this dear mind. My goodness. So all these Brahmaviharas. And, you know, equanimity is one, and equanimity balances, balances, bring perspective, the full picture, looking from the mountain, looking with, a, with kind eyes. This is how it is. And then from that place, it's not indifference, it's not coolness, it's not, it's not aloofness. From that place, you can connect to compassion and to metta, to joy, to your wisdom. What is, what is the wisest response here?
there is a teaching of the Buddha that says, um, in acting in body, speech, and mind, choose what is beneficial for you, what is beneficial for others, and what is beneficial for all. Wow, that was revolutionary for me. That was a game changer for me. I was like, me? And don't forget the and, don't change it for an or. It's radical, radical. Will we include ourselves? Yes. Oh, but it's, you know, I feel selfish or I feel guilty. It's hard. I remember many times, you know, uh, feeling guilty. I'm the middle one of three sisters. And one of my sisters had some some circumstances in life that, you know, I could have given everything to change some of those conditions. And I felt guilty about having more benefit or something in life. And it took, took me some time. And it took, it took also, you know, softening the sense of self. It's not about you all the time, Bruni. She has great qualities, other potentials. We don't recognize that. We don't recognize honor, bear witness of other people's life. And it's like we want to go and impose and change things because we cannot bear to be with their suffering. We cannot bear to witness their suffering or conditions different from ourselves. So this Brahma Vihara has, is a very rich practice because it puts us in, in contact with maybe some knots or entanglements that we have in our minds or views that we hold and we don't even know that we hold. Family, cultural, uh, spiritual, all kinds of things. I have applied it for, you know, doing kind of a Cleaning the attic, cleaning my mind, <laughs> clearing the mind. Say, so is this useful? Okay, oh, oh, okay. Let me see. Balance. How it is? This is this is how it is for me. Okay. And what is feeding this? Oh, this way of thinking. Okay. Is this is is this view this opinion? And I'm clinging to this opinion. Yes. Or no really keeps you honest. Or you can discover, you can discover several things and beautiful things too, beautiful things. So, and with equanimity, it's just, I just, I really love this practice. With equanimity, there is also a recognition in our mindfulness practice of how it is that we're practicing. 
you know, is there's mindfulness? Is there's conviction? Is there unification? Is there wise effort? You know, are you tuning in your practice depending on what is the best for you to practice with now? Or are you striving or being, you know, very aloof with it or something was going on? And wisdom is there's discernment. Does your heart and body knows this benefits, this wholesome, this wholesome. So we see these faculties, we call them the five faculties. When they're in balance, equanimity can also, you can definitely sense it and feel it. So, being receptive in your practice, you just never know what will come up how your practice unfolds. We, again, we can set the conditions. You just, you know, keep the course, staying there, coming back, coming back, continuity. It's okay. It's good enough. It's just good enough. And let the practice practice you. And let these qualities of mind, these Brahma Viharas, nourish you. Nourish your heart so that you can continue being present. And really savoring moments of freedom. We don't have to. Freedom is, you know, is it's not like a place to go. There may be moments in your life that you may feel freedom. This is really, I was sitting retreat in the past months. I was doing intensive practice, long practice. And at some point I decided, you know what? I'm not going to bring coffee to this retreat. They're serving some coffee there I'm not going to do. I'm not going to bring my favorite brand. You know, it's all complicated. I'm not. It was a a 10-day retreat only. So I got there and. First day, so I can drink this cafex, something called cafex. I think it's not even, I, I don't think it was even coffee, but something called cafex. Didn't make it for me at all. But you know what? I was like, you know, yeah, clinging, clinging to a flavor, clinging to having coffee in the morning. Yep, it is there, but. Yeah, I can. But I was, you know, like, it was really a good practice, like not striving, not. And then the fifth and the sixth day arrived. And I could feel it. It was like, oh, (laughs) this is what we do. I don't know if you would do it, but you may relate. I would be like screening where the coffees were to see if anyone has given any coffee Danax. 
you know, people bring a lot of coffee sometimes, and some people dana will put dana like. And I found one one time, but other times, gosh, there's no coffee dana. <laughs> like, okay, Bruni, really? I said, gosh, this is really hard. And I could feel it. It was like something going very slow, the clinging, the entanglement, but so slow. It was like I could feel the pain of, okay, do I call a friend? How far would you go, Bruni? Do I do you call a friend and say, can you mail to me some coffee for the next four days? Can you trade something for one of the service leaders for them to go and buy coffee for me? We do all kinds of things. And we interrupt the silence of others to get what we want. Wow. It's great practice. It was great practice. Well, I decided to do nothing just to be with Nancy. I'm going to bite the bullet here. I'm going to be like this for the next three days. And tea is what is there. Forget about that. Cafex is not working for me. Let me try tea. But, but how we relate to the wanting, to the cravings, to the not wanting, to the not liking. Can I be at ease with this dis-ease? Can I remember all other beautiful things happening in this retreat except not having coffee? Yes, there are other things that are more important. So we can be kind and gentle and see how far we can go with our practice. We may be ready for some things, other things we we may not. But we can go back to this practice Brahma Vihara of Equanimity, this is how it is right now. May I may I be at peace with it? May I respond? These are the consequences of my actions. I did not rot it. So now these are the consequences. So let's practice now. And we're Practice, we're going to practice with balance of mind, equanimity in two ways. With this practice, with this Brahma Vihari, it's really nice to show you the other way in which you may also see people practicing the Brahma Viharas. And it's radiating. Radiating. But again, you know, I said equanimity sounds like a practice for ourselves. But in some ways, we can we can wish balance of mind. We can say that uh, for other beings. But again, you are you are the, you are at the center of this Brahma Vihara. This Brahma Vihara works you. It's not like you're wishing equanimity to yourself. It's like. You're practicing to bring acceptance to your life, to recognize how it is for you. And then to have more wisdom to how to respond. 
And so you may hear different versions of how to practice with it. But with radiating, you can also radiate. Some people do not like the phrases <clears throat> and they would prefer not to practice with them. I find them very uh, useful to stabilize the mind, to cultivate, um, especially when we're scattered or going on through something that we can have some stability. But then there's the other way of not saying phrases and then radiating in all directions, sending this energy of equanimity or metta or compassion to a being that you're bringing to mind. But I guide you'll see how it changes from phrases to radiating. So we start with the preliminaries. Ah, first, establishing mindfulness, setting the space, yeah, finding where you want to sit, stand, lie down, stretch. Become aware, aware of this body, meaning recognize that there is a body here. Being embodied by receiving the sensations. Sensory, physical sensations. Clinging, vibrating in the body. Receiving the movement of the in-breath and the out-breath. Expanding, contracting of the chest or the abdomen, rising and falling. Taking a few breaths. to soften, to arrive here in this intention. Letting the body breathe naturally without your intervention, knowing that the body knows Checking the attitude in the mind, the flavor, if there's wanting or not wanting. Is it possible to bring some kindness and openness and curiosity? Or whatever it is to name it, how it is in the mind right now.
So taking a few minutes to be here, resting. Resting in this maybe full body or breath or sounds. Resting the attention. Or maybe resting in the knowing. What is being known, whatever it is. Coming home to yourself, being here, aware, contemplating, being receptive. So kindly bringing this intention of being open to this practice of equanimity. And bringing to your field of being aware yourself. How are you right now? Body, mind, heart. And again, you can, like we all there, Brahma Viharas, you can place your hand in your heart, your belly, embracing yourself with a hug. This is how it is right now. As you are having the felt sense experience of what it is to be you right now. This is how it is. Things have come to be this way. Causes and conditions have resulted in this moment. It is like this right now. This is how it is for me. Being with this for a minute here. It is like this. There's nothing to do or fix. You're just contemplating and also having the sense experience. How it feels in your heart, in your mind, in your body. This present moment.
you can bring some phrases you can say may I open to how it is for me right now may I open to how it is for me with balance and ease May this heart opens with equanimity and loving kindness to all conditions of my life. This is how it is right now. May my heart opens with equanimity and loving kindness to all conditions of my life. This is how it is right now. the owner of my own actions, my happiness or unhappiness may depend upon these actions, but not upon my wishes or goodwill, my wishes of how I want things to be. Things have come to be this way. May my heart opens with love, care, and respect to how it is right now. May I respond with wisdom and love and continue with your own phrases.
Now, kindly and gently expanding your attention to bring someone. We'll do one category. You can choose any of the categories. A friend, a benefactor, a neutral person, a person you feel entangled with, all beings. Bringing them to mind, having a felt sense of these being, maybe saying their name or just having that, that image. And seeing how your body, heart, mind responds, being kind and gentle. And remember to step back, come back to mindfulness if it is too strong. Or you can stay with yourself as we were doing. And we can bring some phrases. Everyone has their own journey. May my heart open with love and balance with how it is for you right now. Everyone has their own journey. May my heart and your heart, may they open with love and wisdom to how it is for you right now. I care, I care about you. And also know that this is how it is right now. I understand. It is like this. May I respond with wisdom and love and respect. May I respond with care. Having a felt sense in your body, heart, mind of how it is for you in relation to this being, in relation to this situation.
And so now, with this being, you can continue using the phrases or you can radiate balance of mind, warm equanimity, warm balance of mind. Radiating this gazing with kind eyes. This is how it is for you. And this is how it is for me in relation to you. May I accept things as they are. Radiating this sense of maybe... some calm, some stillness with how things are. And if it is too much, you can shift to any other of the Brahma Viharas. Or to your mindfulness practice. That you can radiate the energy of these Equanimous love. No contention. Even if we don't understand. Sometimes we're, you know, in maybe have this image of us being in a surfing table and life brings events to us and we we get thrown off. We get off balance, but we can reattune with whatever is helpful so that we feel aligned and we can respond from a place of wisdom. Even if it is very strong desire and craving, 
or strong aversion, whatever it is, or confusion. And so now, dear friends, connecting, becoming aware of all of us here, recognizing our interconnectedness, expanding, expanding this field of practice, not only to the beings you've been practicing with, but all to all of us. All of us has our own journey. May we respond with love and ease. May we see, may we see that our actions have consequences. And that happiness or unhappiness depend upon actions and many conditions too that we may not have control. Let's face that. It is like this right now for all of us. May I see how it is with kind eyes, radiating balance of mind, loving balance of mind to all of us, radiating, being generated from you to all of us in all directions. And so now, in the last minutes of our meditation, again, shifting the attention to the full body, aware of the body, maybe opening the eyes, looking around. Taking two or three deep breaths, Receiving the sound of the bell.
Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for your practice. And so, dear friends, a beautiful full day of practice. I vow to you for your dedication and commitment in any way you were able to show up is good enough, it's okay. Thank you for your practice. And so we have few minutes now, maybe two. We can do this in popcorn style. And just connecting with yourself. And maybe bringing a word of how are you right now? Maybe, maybe one or two words. And please, it could be popcorn style. It's okay if some voices clash. It's Zoom. And Debbie, that will start. <laughs> Oh, you said like this? Oh, okay, no, never mind. Debbie will not start. Whoever starts. I'm more at peace. Hold on a minute. I didn't have my headphones on, but the rest heard it. Thank you, Catherine. Anyone else? Please go ahead. Peaceful. Acceptance. Hindrance attack. Hindrance attack. Content. I'm sorry? Content. Content. Thank you. I feel some a little bit of relief. Thank you. Comforted and loved. Inspired and grateful. Inspired and great, grateful. And if there are hindrance visitors that are knocking at your door that may become hindrances, listen to all this. They may, they may be with you opening the door to these other visitors. Just remember that. Anything else? Uh, more at ease with disease. Thank you. Anything else? Quiet. Thank you, Susan. And seeing Chris responding in another way. I like this. This sense of nourishing, having a deep sense of being with the heart. That also could be. Their words may not be necessary. We're responding in different ways. Anything else?
So now just to close the day, just bring into mind something you're grateful for in addition to everything that has been shared. And after we end here, there's one more thing if you would do as part of your practice transitioning. Nourish yourself in any way that will be helpful to remind you of your preciousness, to remind you that that you can care for yourself. Take a shower, have a cup of tea, go for a walk. Again, look around you. Full picture from the top of the mountain. And visitors receiving them with respect and space, if possible. And if there are any hindrances, hindrances, attacks, or hindrances that are saying, oh, we're here, just don't make decisions. When hindrances are present, just, okay, you're here, I see you. With desire, generosity is an antidote. With aversion, metta is an antidote. With love and torpor, the confidence in the practice is an antidote. With anxiety, mindfulness of breathing. Rest in the rhythm of the breath, sensations, slowly and patient. And with doubt, remember again the value and benefits that this practice has brought to you. It's not to erase them, these hindrances, they may show up. But to have something that supports you in meeting them. And so with that, we uh, have completed a full day of practice. We are the noble ones. And so in dedicating the practice, may the benefits And all the seeds for goodness, for wholesome actions of body, speech, and mind that you planted today, knowingly and unknowingly, may it benefit you, the fruits that you bear, may it benefit you, and it benefit everyone you come in contact with. Trust your practice. Everyone. May it benefit all beings everywhere, maybe without exception. May all beings be free, may all beings be happy. May all beings know peace. May all beings know peace. Free.
You have a bell of mindfulness with you too, wherever you go. And thank you. Thank you for your practice. I am supported by your practice too, by these refuges of Buddha Dharma Sangha. We all have each other. We're all connected. May all beings be free. May all beings be happy. May all beings know peace. May all beings know peace. Thank you, everyone. And you can say goodbye. And remember that there is my email address there for practice discussions. If at any point you need to reach out, it may take some moment to respond. But if you put something on the on the heading, uh, it will get my attention and I may respond quicker. 